Good morning and welcome to Herb Oracle Podcast, botanical divination with herbs, essences, flowers, and trees with your host, Herbal Marie. Let's start the day off pulling some oracle cards and getting a few messages. We can shoot the shiitake in a spiritual way-ish. And if you follow me on Instagram, I'll post a pic of the cards at Herb Oracle. Thanks so much for joining me. Here we go. Here we go. Where are we even going? That's how I feel today. <laughs> um, it's already 8 o'clock, even though this iPad that I'm using says 5 a.m. I'm not sure what time zone it's set up in. Like, I wish it was 5 a.m., in a way, like I would probably feel like more together, more on top of it, more full of direction. I'm just kind of like showing up, but without knowing exactly what I want. That's how I feel today. So it's actually eight o'clock and the idea of going back to bed sounds good, but it's Thursday, there's chores to be done and there's universal laws to be sung. Yeah, I might as well just sing it today. It's a law of miracles. For the love of God, I could use a miracle in my mind. Um, it's been like super aware of me of a few things I need to clean up in my mind that I'm doing that I don't like. So I guess that's good. First you like know that you're doing it and then hopefully you'll find your remedy and to let it go. I mean, what am I doing that's so bad? Like nothing really, but I just feel like a heaviness inside of me. I'm like kind of expecting like something to go sour. And yeah, like I am like, unfortunately, like having some emptiness feeling and looking for some validation. I want to stop doing that. So I am working on that. I'm, I'm working on it. I am working on it. I think I probably need another social media detox, like 100% detox. Because um, cutting back is good, and I have cut back. But sometimes it's just like, delete the app. <laughs> Do you ever feel like that? Like maybe with Facebook in particular, like delete the app. Delete it delete it. So I am maybe going to do that um, because that's just kind of a waste of time for me and um, I have other stuff that I could be doing for sure. So yeah, kind of like a horse. I'm seeing a horse in my mind that like if you've ever seen like a horse in a parade and they have those blinders so that they can only see in front of them. I kind of maybe I'm going to get a pair of those. Like do they sell those for humans? <laughs> Yeah, I, that's how I feel. Like, just get set on something. Like, I'm doing my projects. I'm doing my research. I'm doing craftiness. But in my mind, I'm, like, super distracted. Um, understandably so. Like, I'm worried about people. I'm distracted by people. Um, I'm, I got a few triggers the other day, and I haven't been triggered by people in a while. So... I guess it's just all part of where I'm at. All right, so we're on the 58th law. We're doing 105 of them, which means we are over the halfway point 
And yeah, that's kind of cool. That is kind of cool. I kind of think in my mind when I'm done with the laws, I'm done with this podcast, but that's just me being grouchy today. All right, so the law of miracles is what we're going to talk about today. It looks big, about as big as yesterday's was. Yesterday was the law of mentalism. And for being a big law, I only wrote down the all is mind universe is mental in nature all one oh no i can't read my writing all are creations of the all so we're all creations of the all we are all within the infinite mind of the all so when people say like we are all one yeah we're all part of the infinite mind we're all one like like that you know um so that is what the law of mentalism was, according to my notes. <laughs> I feel like I feel like there was probably more to that, but <clears throat> that's all I could work out. All right, so the law of miracles. This is kind of fun. I didn't read it, but it's just the name of it's fun because I am doing the course in miracles. I'm trying to get into that miracle mindset. And it's really not so much about trying to get into it. I think it really is about removing all the stuff that, like, we were miracle-minded maybe at one point, but we have all this junk now in our head, all these outdated belief systems, um, these thoughts that don't serve us, we got too much static, we got to clarify our minds. So the law of miracles, and there is definitely more to the Course of Miracles, um, just know that, like, anything I tell you is a limited viewpoint because... I actually haven't read the book. I'm doing the lessons first and then maybe going to read the book next year. Um, so there's definitely more to the Course in Miracles, but um, I'm doing what I can. And that's also like another thing. Like I feel like, okay, like I am doing everything that I can right now. And um, I think that is kind of a message too. Like I always feel like I have to be working on something or doing something and really. There's a lot of grace and beauty in just being and letting things happen and giving it over to the universe and to your higher self. But I still have to stay busy because like my mind will literally eat me alive if I let it. Like it will have me for brunch. <laughs> or today it would have had me in breakfast in bed like I didn't even get out of bed and I was like dang could you just shut up <laughs> could you just shut up I see why people wake and bake like not that I'm going to but I'm just saying I get it like let's just shut this mother trucker up from the get-go um, so anyways the law of miracles you ready this law is operable by any person who has realized that the essence of creation is light. So if you have realized that the essence of creation is light, then you can, you can operate this law. <laughs> okay, a master is able to employ his or her divine knowledge of light phenomena to project instantly into the perceptible manifestation the ambiguous light atoms. The actual form of the projection, and then in parentheses it says whatever it is, water into wine, 
medicine, a human body. Okay, so whatever the projection is, is determined by the master's wish and by his or her powers of will and visualization. All events in our precisely adjusted universe are lawfully wrought and lawfully explicable. The so-called miraculous powers of a great master are a natural accompaniment to his or her exact understanding of subtle laws that operate in the inner cosmos of consciousness. Nothing is a miracle except in the profound sense that everything is a miracle. Is anything more miraculous than that each of us is encased in an intricate, intricately, intricate, intricately? <laughs> oh my God. All right, let me start over. Is anything more miraculous than that each of us is encased in an intricately organized body and is set upon earth whirling through space among the stars? All right. So anyways, besides me hurtling, getting through that big word. Good job, Sadie. Um, yeah, it's basically saying that like, yeah, like nothing is a miracle except in the profound sense that everything is a miracle like if we could just get back to understanding like the universe understanding how we are light understanding that um we have this creation power meanwhile at the same time <clears throat> um understanding this and then basically cleaning up our thoughts right having pure thought being able to direct our energy, being, you know, it's really not as miraculous. Like miracles are probably just like standard, but we're in such bad shape here. We're in such a bad way mentally, spiritually. Like when they happen, we're like, oh my God, that was a miracle. But really, if we would all just get our shit together, we could have miracles all day, every day. And then once we do have God realization, kind of like what the Course in Miracles says, like at some point you don't need miracles because, you know, you're just connected to all that is. You're connected to Source, to the Divine. You've had, a, you don't, people, miracles are only needed to like, you know, wake people up or, or help them come back home or connect with God. Like at some point we won't need them because it's just everything's a miracle and nothing's a miracle. So anyways, that's the law of miracles. If you can realize that the essence of creation is light, get it get it in your head, yo. You're made of light. The universe is light. Everything's like light. Love and light. Um, then you can probably make more miracles happen in your life. You have to become miracle-minded. So if that interests you, you definitely should look into the Course in Miracles and see if it can help you um, on your journey to that. So then you can employ your divine knowledge of light phenomena to project instantly into perceptible manifestation the ambiguous light atoms. Who writes this stuff? <laughs> I still don't know who wrote this, but anyways, we're doing it. Um, the Law of Miracles, enough said. So I am open to miracles. Um, this is kind of fun. Like this felt like kind of a miracle in a way. 
but it was just impressive. Like, yeah, I would love to be impressed today, like basically by myself more than anybody else in the world. Like I would just like to see myself step into a better mental place, a more de detached yet still compassionate mental place. Okay, but anyways, last night, my daughter looked out the front door window and she noticed that across the street on the rooftop, there was an owl. Like it was humongous. So that actually felt like a miracle in our world last night because how cool is that? Um, it, you could hardly see it. Like it was just like the silhouette, but you could tell by the silhouette it was a big owl. Um, so that just still makes me kind of warm and fuzzy and chills all at the same time. Um, I would like more stuff like that. I would like more owls in my life, please. <laughs> and while I was like running to get my glasses, like by the time I got back, it flew away. So I need more owls in my life because I didn't even get a good look at it. Mm. But um, that was pretty fun. So, okay, so we're going to pull um, a few cards um, from the Oracle deck, Power of Flowers by Isha Lerner. Power of Flowers, illustrated by Karen Forkish. So this is a great deck. There's archetypes in it. Um, and then there's a, a blessing from the flower. Um, and I think, I think I need it today. I do. I do. It's Thursday. I got to do rabbit cages. Thursday, turds day. You don't want to wait till Friday or else it's Friday cry day. <laughs> the rabbits are wearing at me, man. Like mainly because like they're out of their food pellets. They're out of their pine pellets. They need hay. One of them needs a new water bottle. They all need groomed. They all need their nails done. Like, it's hard. It's work. Plus, when they're out of everything, that's money, 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 money. And the chickens are almost out of their feed. It's like, why the hell do I have all these animals? Wah. <laughs> See why I want to go back to bed? Okay. All right, so let's just see um, what who wants to come through. I mean, we're talking about the law of miracles. I'm obviously crying out for help, like within my own mind. Like, can we please, can we please be done with a lot of these things? Can we get a better mindset? Maybe I do need to wake and bake. <laughs> just kidding. All right, two dropped out together and like got stuck in between my thighs. Like, so these are our two cards. Aw, it's Violet and Morning Glory. Violet and Morning Glory. So Morning Glory always, you know, okay, first I do think she's a needy hoe, okay? And so maybe she's like coming to say, now who's the needy hoe, bitch? <laughs> I feel like she's coming in to be like, mm-hmm. <laughs> look who's look who's talking. Look who's talking. Needing validation. Like she's definitely like doing that for me. But other than that, she does have a message too to awaken to the magic in a lot of ways. Like instead of waking up thinking about everything that is negative, why can't you wake up and be like, I love life. So then she comes in with Violet, who's like so sweet and gentle. 
She's just sitting on the earth. It looks like she's embroidering or painting, maybe. I don't know. She has birds around her. She has lots of birds around her. And she's got birds in her hair. It's kind of like blowing in the breeze. It seems like there's a lot of fruit on the trees behind her. She's sitting um, with violets. That might also be a snake, I'm not sure. But whatever she's holding, I think it's maybe she's either painting. There's a picture of two lovers on it, a yin-yang, um, the eye of Horus, maybe a cross too. But it seems like she is painting and creating calmly when she has a male and female peacock behind her, male and female birds in her hair. It looks like an apple core in front of her and yeah, a snake. Okay. So we're going to talk about Violet and Morning Glory. And just to look at the Morning Glory picture, she is on a blue globe, almost like a blue planet. She's got this amazingly whitish hair and whitish skin, but like she's glowing. She looks like she's made of light. And her arms are, she's squatting or sitting to the side, squatting, and her arms are upward open. She is receiving. She is receiving. Um, and then there is a white dove at the top. Looks like maybe it's carrying a morning glory in its mouth. Um, so yeah, we've got lots of bird energy. We have receiving energy. We have creation energy in these two cards, violet and morning glory. All right, so let's Let's see which one I can find in the book. Oh, I see Violet first. <laughs> okay, Violet jumped out. Okay, so I love Violets. That was the one thing this year that I harvested um, the leaves. I harvested a lot of the Violet leaves because I like to have them in the winter to drink. It's a beautiful tea. Violets are a delicate perennial flower producing long stalked runners called stolons. The heart-shaped leaves clustered in rosettes seem to hug the earth. So now this oracle deck is all about flower essences um, because that's the lady who made the deck. She That's what kind of therapy she does, flower essence therapy. So she always talks about, we'll, we'll talk about the violet flower essence and then we'll talk about the morning glory flower essence. But the, the violet as an elixir the violet is especially attuned to highly evolved and fragile souls, those with acute sensitivity to their surroundings. Its essence helps us to stay true to ourselves and open to our environment, protecting us from the seduction of fear, denial, and addiction. The violet's heart-shaped leaves attract a quality of sweetness, which offers to humanity through its delicate scent. <clears throat> so who is that lady sitting on the floor, sitting on the ground under the apple trees? Well, it's Eve. So she's eaten the apple and now she looks like she is just getting her craftiness on. So the archetype for Violet is Eve. So yeah, that is a snake there. And that must be Adam and her on the that she's painting. That's what I think she's painting. So perhaps no creation myth has been more damaging to women 
and the feminine principle than the story of Eve in paradise. Her story must be retold minus its patriarchal trappings, and this new story must be deeply implanted in the hearts and minds of humanity so that ultimately we may achieve a true balance of masculine and feminine principles. So I just had the thought that like, I've never even told my kids the story of Eve in the garden because like clearly it's such a bullshit, <laughs> you know? Like I never, like all this, all the biblical stories, I'm like, let's skip all this because it's just obviously, like this one in particular is so damaging to women. Like, are you serious? How about the church can kiss my ass and give me a break? Like, <laughs> Eve did nothing wrong. You back away from her. So this, go, this book goes on to say, Eve was once known as goddess of all living things. It is said that she wove the material of the cosmos into her various offspring, each of whom embodied something of her inner life and purpose. The world tree from which she allegedly ate was heralded by the ancients as a symbol of spiritual equilibrium and immortality. In eating from the tree, Eve nourished herself with nature's love for her and for all humanity. So that is a totally different story than the one that is told in the Bible. And um, yeah, how different would humanity be if, if the story that Eve nourished herself from, with eating from that tree, right? If Eve knew nature's love for her, right? And if she was embodied with purpose and love, and that's what she gave to the world. Like, hello, different world, coming right up. So let's talk about the healing, though, that Violet brings to us today. Because, yeah, I picked this deck because, yeah, we definitely need more healing. I need more healing. Absolutely, I need more dandelion root tea. <laughs> okay, here's the healing message. <clears throat> An inverted heart-shaped violet leaf representing devotion and transcendent wisdom covers Eve's heart. I mean, look at that. <laughs> Does it? Okay, so she has an inverted violet leaf <clears throat> covering her heart. She has come to you today to offer you the opportunity for true liberation at all levels. Yes, true liberation at all levels. So you are invited into Eve's sacred garden where you too may attune to the callings of your own life mission. This is your opportunity to consider how you might weave the world as you become one with the awareness and unfolding of a new feminine consciousness. Well, I love this personally because I have been getting card readings from Osceola Oracle and every time it's like, go outside, connect with nature, be with nature, you know, like it's just basically like every deck and even some, some cards have shown up again, the same cards and another reading, like they're just harassing me, like be outside, go outside. 
because that's how I understand who I am and what my purpose is and what I'm really doing here. So yeah, as this drama in my life like fizzles out a bit and hopefully like dissolves into nothing, <laughs> um, I have to understand that I have an opportunity right now to weave the world, to create what I want. Um, so yeah, I'm invited to get outside into the garden and attune to my own life's mission. Okay, so this podcast is not without its challenges this morning. <laughs> okay, so anyways, I think what I was saying is we need to go outside. I need to be outside. Just piddle around all day. If I'm feeling frisky, do some do some dirt shoveling. Do some shoveling. Shovel some dirt. Um, there is lots to be done outside, work-wise, but even just sitting and being. Like Eve is just being in the garden. She's not doing anything. She's not pulling weeds. She's creating. She's breathing life. She is weaving her intentions. She is, yeah, that's a beautiful idea. Take a take a canvas and some paint or you know drawing pad or something and weave your creations draw what you want to manifest write what you want to manifest daydream what you want to manifest into being so here's our blessing from violet and then we'll try to do morning glory and we'll see if that if we can get just two cards just violet and morning glory today geez all right, so here's our blessing from Violet. Garden of Violets is a paradise where the reverence of Eve is reborn. With passion and self-love within me, I embody the beauty of Earth's purity. Within my soul, I am free. Okay, so that is so beautiful. I love that you know with passion and self-love within me i embody the beauty of earth's purity and within my soul i am free so even if we feel constricted in our life if we feel like chained and shackled with drama or or conditions that are less than within our soul we can be free so yeah thank you so much violet that is so sweet um all right so I guess we're going to try to finish here, start and finish, my God, with um, Morning Glory. So it's hilarious that Morning Glory is here for me because, you know, we have a little bit of history, <laughs> me and Morning Glory. Um, I, if I go outside, as always, I will pull at least one Morning Glory out of the garden because she's just trying to take over everything i mean she has herself wrapped up on marshmallow on tomatoes like i just don't really want her in the garden but let me see if i can make peace with her and um talk about the flower essence and i'm wondering if like there's different like i don't have the morning glory on this picture is big and blue and beautiful the kind that i have in the garden are just tiny and white and trampy <laughs> So, maybe if I had the blue ones, I'd feel different about them climbing up on everybody. So, Morning Glory is actually a summer annual plant. 
even though she seems like a freaking per persistent perennial in my world. She's beautifully adorned with large bell-like flowers and their smooth funnel-shaped throats widening out around the edges. Nestled among heart-shaped leaves, so is that kind of interesting? We get Violet and Morning Glory that both have heart-shaped leaves, so we're definitely in our heart spaces working with our heart chakra healing today. These blossoms, typically a radiant blue, unless you're at my house, connect at the top of each bell to a twisting stem that can be found climbing along fence posts and rock walls. All right, so respectfully, this can be made into a flower essence for healing purposes. The glorious spectacle of this beautiful plant in the early morning sun awakens one to the essential harmonies of nature and inspires a renewed sense of soulful enthusiasm. As a flower elixir, morning glory awakens the spirit, attuning the individual to his or her own shimmering brilliance and vitality. It can serve as a rejuvenating tonic melting away patterns of lethargy or inertia. So yeah, we have a message like to connect with nature and to get your life juices moving, right? Get some enthusiasm for life going on. Start to see the beauty all around you. Start to see your own shimmering brilliance. <clears throat> shimmering brilliance. Oh, I love it shimmering brilliance and tap in and release your own vitality. So I'm right now in my life, I'm taking, um, I made nettle seed tincture, which is supposed to add more vitality. So I'm going to try to remember to take that every morning. I'll do that when I'm done here. Um, but yeah, morning glory also comes in with that message. Now the goddess on that blue globe is the new world goddess. So I love that we got Eve and the new world goddess. Like Eve, because she's an old goddess, right? But like the story is talking about rewriting her story, retelling her story, making her new again. So this is a big message, I think, to make ourselves new again. I know last night, um, you know, it was, it really occurred to me that you know within my own physical vessel i have i have suppressed my muscular tendencies right because it just wasn't very feminine and you know it and i felt like you know it's just better to not encourage myself to be so muscular and masculine and last night i was like you know what yesterday i was like i am going to start working out like this is my body it probably would feel better if I let my muscular self like do its thing, encourage it. Like I'd probably have en more energy if I just catered to my body the way it is. You know, like a lot of times like I, you know, cause I have a tendency to have a high metabolism and lose weight. I opted out of exercise because like I just feel like I'm trying desperately to hold on to the fat that I have on my body <laughs> like, like I'm just so cold I want to be warm I want more fat but actually the way my body is like I would probably just be more warm if I could work out my muscles more 
but a lot of times I didn't work out my muscles because um, yeah I just was trying to yeah repress my masculine side and I like yesterday I'm like enough of this like I am who I am like I'm just gonna work out in two weeks I'll be a machine because like literally like my body responds so fast to exercise um, and just embrace that and let myself be that so that was a new thing for me you know because like I'm just tired of always softening my edges to cater to everyone you know and um, how did that happen well like you know, um, I always felt like I didn't want to be too fit, you know, when I was with a husband who did not work out. And um, now I'm just kind of like, you know what, we're going to work out because it's good for you and you need it. And for the love of God, you need an outlet for your energy. And um, I think I think it'll make me warmer and healthier in the long run. All right. So anyways, that's what I think about, you know rejuvenating ourselves renewing ourselves and yeah yeah getting that energy flowing so this new world goddess that's with her arms reaching up um this is the archetype just as morning glory blossoms glow and sparkle in the shimmering radiance of the glorious rising sun each cell of the new world goddess's body becomes luminous upon awakening to the light <clears throat> and yeah she is shimmering she's like half half physical half non-physical type of she's light she is made of light and just as the morning glory is adorned with heart-shaped leaves so the new world goddess is adorned with loving images and symbols an ardent prayer of gratitude rises in her heart for she is again and has always been one with Anima Mundi, the world soul. So yeah, she knows that she is part of the all, all for one, one for all. Like she knows that she knows unity consciousness. She's connected to that. It inspires her to shimmer and feel gratitude. So let that be our message too. Connect with nature. Understand you are a part of it. You are nature. You know, you are part of the all, of the cosmos, of everything. And allow yourself to shimmer with gratitude. So the healing message is whether you are male or female, this card is a fervent call to the realization of your own unique destiny, as well as to the future evolution of humanity. So the time has come for you to embrace the new world goddess. The sacred womb, which brings feminine wisdom to all actions, deeds, and creations. Seek resolution. Let the old world die away. Listen to the new voice emerging within your mind and heart. Heeding the call of the millennial oracle, the new world woman now at last re-emerges from the dormancy of the last 5,000 years. <laughs> so what an incredible divine feminine message we have today. You know, and it's like with me personally, it's like, you know, embracing how tough and strong I am, how, you know, masculine I am actually 
could be the opening of allowing how feminine I am, right? Because when I don't let myself be myself because of, you know, judgment of society, like, oh, your muscles are too big, um, your chest is too flat, right? Like, like, yeah, but this is me, you know? Like, and if I'm not allowing that and letting myself be myself, like, I'm not self-loving. I'm not tapping into that divine feminine energy that that is kindness, that is compassion, that is love. So yeah, it's time for all of us to open to that energy and it's time for humanity um, to embrace it because yeah, the divine feminine needs to, to I'm, I want to say infiltrate everything. We've let the divine masculine run this world and it's basically run this world into the fucking ground. Sorry for that, but seriously. Um, now it's time for divine feminine to step up. So the first place it needs to step up is in our minds and in our hearts. So yeah, what was it saying? Listen to the new voice emerging within your mind and heart. Let the old world die away. Seek resolution. Um, so here's our blessing from Morning Glory. Morning Glory, the goddess anew, a flowering vine in radiant blue. I speak my truth. I live my dreams. I am vibrant, alive, and fully seen. So yeah, like being fully seen, allowing your light to shine, allowing yourself to shimmer and just be who you are. Be vibrant. Be alive. Live while you are alive. You're you're not dead yet. <laughs> there is no death, but like come on, live your life. Don't be afraid to be yourself. Live your dreams. Speak your truth. I mean, as much as Morning Glory drives me bonkers, she doesn't apologize for who she is. Like, she's just being herself. Like, it's it's too bad that she annoys me. <laughs> but she just keeps on being herself, climbing, winding, vining. That's who she is. That's what she does. She makes no apologies for it. So that's probably what I need to learn from her. Be myself, shine my light, be who I am, just the way I am, and make no apologies for it. Yes, so be yourself and make no apologies for it. <laughs> I love it. Be yourself and make no apologies for it. It's just, I mean, you can do the whole life is too short to not live your life, whatever. Whatever gets you a kick in the pants to get your energy moving, to get outside, to realize that you are part of a grander scheme than just your little pathetic, dramatic, lame-ass life. I mean... You are a part of the all. You are a goddess. You are a god. You are a creator. You have this light. You have this energy. You have this inner shimmer. Let it out. <laughs> 
let out your inner shimmer and make no apologies for it. I just love it so much, you guys. So on that note, I just feel like we should all run outside. We should all just be who we are. And yeah, start to listen to that new voice emerging inside your mind, that new voice of the divine feminine that you are inviting into your life. You are open to it. You are allowing it. You are embracing the divine feminine energy and start to feel it tickle up your back. That's where I'm feeling it right now. It's starting to tickle up your back and just encourage you to be love, to be light, and to be yourself. And for the love of God, make no apologies for it. <laughs>